This is Rise From Your Grave podcast, where movies go to die, but we are here to bring them back to life. Please join us as we take a walk through the graveyard. All right. Hello and Happy New Year. Today we are going to be discussing the movie Castle Freak. So there was actually, there's two versions of this movie, the original that came out in 1995, and then the newer one, which was 2000 and... I think it was 2020. 2020? Right. But then I thought I saw something on Reddit when I was researching uh, the 1995 version, and someone said the 2021 is, like, different. I eh, It might be. I mean, I... Yeah, it has, like, the same title and, like, some parts are the same, but it, it's, like, a different story, kind of. I don't know. Oh, okay. Whatever. Well... I don't think we'll be watching the new one to find out. Yeah. After, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into it right now, but, yeah, so we decided just to go ahead and stick with the original 1995 version. Um, this was made the same year as Jurassic Park. <laughs> but looking at the way that it was filmed, like, I feel like it looked like it was filmed in the 80s oh, yeah. almost like it just like looked very much older you know if you compare it to jurassic park yeah. It, yeah um so yeah we'll just uh i don't have any news do you have any any news to no i don't got nothing going on nope we're just um after we wrap up this podcast i just had my family coming over to eat garbage food and play games tonight and nice. go to bed at nine o'clock <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i'm probably not gonna make it till midnight so we'll see but yeah um speaking of new year's i just want all of our listeners you know be safe tonight no drinking and driving if you yes. feel like you need to call an uber call an uber call me hell i'll come get you yeah, no kidding. we don't need to start the new year's off with the dui so <laughs> be safe out there tonight guys but while you're out there, if you are, you know, just hanging out, you can listen to this podcast because, yeah, you'll have it in your ears <laughs> by midnight tonight. Yeah. So. <laughs> listen to it on your way home. Sober. <laughs> exactly. All right. Castle Freak. So the synopsis, an American family that has suffered tragedy inherits an Italian castle complete with a bloodthirsty monster. Yep, there you go. That that sums it up pretty well. I mean, that kind of yeah gives it away in a, in a bit. I almost, a bit. yeah. <laughs> exactly what's there. What's so, <laughs> uh, it was directed by Stuart Gordon, who he was also the director of a couple horror movies, um, Reanimator. I don't know oh, if you've okay. seen that. I have it on our list. I've I've heard good things about that one. Okay, don't think I'm a dumbass. Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is then. <laughs> okay. Are you thinking of Terminator? <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I don't think he's in Reanimator. I don't Maybe believe Predator? so. I really don't know. Predator, yes. Anyways, um, there is another movie, Dolls. Dolls? Okay, that is so funny. I remember going to the video store, you know, when we were younger, and you would walk past the horse. Yeah, yep. And that was the one movie, I think I rented it, I was young, and... uh. Uh, that was one that always sticks out of my mind of being like at the video. Store. Oh man, the nostalgia <laughs> of just walking through the horror movie section and seeing all of the the tape cases. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> I remember. I don't know if you've ever been to there, but 
there used to be a movie theater or a movie store in Valpo, downtown Valpo, kind of like across from where Round the Clock was. There's okay. like that big white building. Yes. When you walk in, like the front entrance, if you go to the right hand side, it used to be like that was the kids section, but it looked like a cave. They made it into like oh, a little cave that you can crawl around cool. and stuff. And then you go upstairs and that was the horror movie section. And that's where the bathroom was. Oh. So I remember just as a little kid, like just being terrified walking through there. And in the bathroom, they have like a, like right behind the toilet, there was a poster of Jason goes to hell. And just like, just <laughs> the image of that. Yeah. It's like, I just will never forget that. Um, so this actually shows that Reanimator has the same, the characters or the actors that play the mom and dad in Castle Freak are also in Reanimator. Oh. So this guy likes to, to reuse actors. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Reanimator, Dolls, and then he was also a writer for some of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies, oh, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. That's two different, you know, things, horror and then comedy. Oh, there's, uh, complete opposite sides of the spectrum. There. Very, very. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But all right, getting into the movie. So it starts out, you see this older woman, she's making food. Uh, she's like cutting up some meat and some bread. She gives her cat some milk little pretty kitty little orange cat um and i as soon as i saw the cat i'm like know, uh -oh. there better not be any animal deaths <laughs> I in this movie yeah. <laughs> i yeah. yeah i was already already thinking it mm -hmm. uh, so she she lights a candle and the cat follows her throughout the castle so she's she's in a castle um, she it looks like she's bringing food to someone or something, mm -hmm. as hinted by the synopsis. Um, so she ends up she's walking down into this dark dungeon and she stops at like the cell door and she grabs a whip off the wall right away. You're just like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> so she opens up the cell and there's this like human like creature just all you know, in the fetal position up in the corner of the cell. And she just starts whipping him. Like, <laughs> he doesn't even do anything. He's just laying there, being just on his own, being alone. And then she just starts whipping the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah. and he just starts, like, crying <laughs> and just wailing. I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> and then she closes the door and just leaves him some food. Like, okay, well, she, uh, she over exerted herself by doing all that whipping and so she just kind of climbs into bed and i'm assuming she has a heart attack and she just yeah. dies right yes. then and there and uh it shows i think it hints that it was like a couple days later yeah, like a time lapse because she looks like she was getting like some yeah some yeah the poor kitty had no milk in I his know. bowl <laughs> <laughs> poor kitty but i'm just like yep yeah she's dead and then here comes the opening credits. Uh, nothing too dramatic like the John Carpenter credits. It was just no. a black screen and the... No nine minute long credits. No. We're good. <laughs> I did have a note that like the music that they put in with the credits, I thought that was kind of cool. It was very... You still haven't seen this movie, Dead Alive. It was... it. <laughs> this whole movie plus the music just reminded me of Dead Alive. Okay. So a lot of similarities. Um, and then, so after the credits, it cuts into this family. They're driving up to the castle. 
um, the father reveals that he was inherited this castle. And so this family, it consists of the dad, whose name was John, the mom, who is Susan, and the daughter, who is Becky. The daughter is blind. Um, and the they're driving up with a man, I'm assuming he's just kind of like, is he like, I think he's a lawyer. Uh, yes, like executor is what I assume. Yeah, he, he's like handling the inheritance, mm -hmm. basically, for this family. Mm -hmm. And he tells the father that he's related to the Duchess, who was the woman that we saw at the beginning of the movie who died. Okay. She was like... <laughs> She's lived here for 40 years. I was like, okay, I thought they were going to say it was like a generation. A long time, because like, she was old, yeah. Years, your family has been passed down. I was like, she's been here for 40 years. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, not not like really dramatic, which, yeah, the timeline of that, because you get this castle, you think this castle's been in the family for like hundreds of like, generations yeah. and generations, yeah. like, yeah, 40 it's years. Past down since the 1500s yeah 40 years whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well the father john like any smart person wants to do he wants to sell it right away he wants to make some moolah off this yeah. ginormous castle they don't know italian and they don't speak italian rather and mm -hmm. yeah i mean i guess I, I don't know i guess i would probably want to sell it unless it was like you literally plan to uproot your entire life yeah no i mean i i guess i don't know yeah i i thought the same thing i was like would i want to sell it or would i want to live in a castle for the rest of yeah. my life because i'm assuming this castle's paid off and yeah. you know <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know what i would do N not really keen on possibly living in italy if it was like ireland or scotland oh hell yeah i'd be uprooting my life in an instant but yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, anyways, uh the uh the inheritor, the I'll just call him the lawyer. The lawyer is like, well, you need to take an inventory of everything that's in the house in yeah. order to sell it, basically. And uh then we meet the housekeeper, and the housekeeper is like, Oh, I you know, I got your rooms ready for you to stay because they obviously have to stay there to take an inventory of everything mm -hmm. and get things ready to go and whatnot. So they're gonna be there for a while. Um the mom, Susan, she's like, oh, well, can you make up another room for my husband? And I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, okay. So they're they're fighting, they're fighting going through a divorce, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the housekeeper, before she leaves the room, she's like, you sell and go soon. Mm -hmm. Like she kept repeating that, you sell and go soon. And he's just like, yeah, we'll go as soon as we can, yeah. you know. Um, and then it's nighttime now. John is she he knocks on Susan's bedroom door and instantly I was like, ew, this guy is gross. Yeah. So he <laughs> yeah. He's just like basically you they are going through some stuff. Um he kind of wants to make a fresh start with this whole castle thing and he just instantly like tries to like kiss her and come on to her yeah and she's like ew no like i'm trying to go to sleep like go away and he's like i haven't had any in nine months and she's like she's like i can't forgive you so i'm like oh did okay. he cheat on her right. or something and like my question was like why did she come with him like in her that's true yeah no it's good <laughs> sorry we just played footsie under the table <laughs> 
they even come with them? Like, their poor daughter is blind and, like, going through this massive castle. And mom and dad are clearly fighting, like, why didn't they just stay back in America? Right. She obviously... my question right away. Well, then it's like, okay, well, is she maybe considering oh all this money now you know maybe she's i don't who knows that is a good question though because he even asked her he's like well why did you come with me if you're not interested in still being with me but then so i kind of got a better understanding so after john leaves the room all pissed that he's not getting any and he goes to bed and he is clearly having this like nightmare he's having a bad dream um, it shows him driving in the car with their daughter, who is not blind mm-hmm. now, and they also have a son in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, he is clearly drunk. He is slurring his words mm-hmm. while he's talking to his children. The son is sitting in the back, and he's playing a game, kind of. I'm. It was kind of like a Game Boy type mm-hmm. handheld game. He drops it, and this distracts John. And he almost gets hit by a car. He swerves and hits a tree, flips the car. Um, I'm assuming this is where Becky must have been blinded because she's like, she's in the car. She's still alive, but she's like obviously in pain. Um, he John gets out of the car. He's looking for the boy. JJ is the boy's name. And it, I'm assuming the boy dies because John just kind of is he gets out and he's like no like yelling um so now i'm thinking okay clearly susan the mom she's grieving yes yeah she of course she doesn't want to have sex she's right yeah and i mean maybe in her own grieving way she's still trying to keep them together as a family like she doesn't want to completely tear them apart you know it's it's hard to lose a child i'm sure i couldn't even imagine so neither could i and that whole okay so that i mean obviously the son dies and that was really tragic and then they show the girl she has glass in her eye Mm, they they do a close-up of her face and she has glass sticking in her eye but the whole like the part where he like is about to hit that other car and he starts swerving it's so goofy i wrote down on my notes the car accident was silly it it did look very (laughs) silly very comical almost like obviously anyone listening can't see us but he was like whoa whoa (laughs) and the car just didn't seem like it was that out of control but he's like whoa like shaking the wheel back and forth and then just like the car just flipped over it was very silly that part (laughs) it was very silly but but tragic it was a tragic accident we yeah yeah and then they like show him like had another kid that died that was very sad yeah yeah so yeah like i said susan she's just grieving and john is being the typical man he can only think with with his penis but Mm -hmm. you know uh he i don't know like i i want to sympathize with both of them honestly but at the same time it's like you just separate or something you know don't it's hard it's a hard situation yeah that would be really hard so moving on, um, he wakes up from this dream and he hears like howling or wailing inside the castle. I know it's a insane wailing. It's okay. Like, <laughs> and as so, but as he's investigating, he calls out his dead son's name. Yeah. He's like, JJ, he's, he thinks it's his dead son's 
ghost he thinks that someone crying yeah i'm like that did not sound like a little yeah i at first i thought it was howling like a wolf (laughs) howling that's i don't know whatever um he he wanders into this wine cellar and i'm like "Uh oh that's not good Mm -hmm. because clearly he was drunk driving yeah alcoholic yeah i shouldn't say alcoholic you can assume he had an issue with right right sure but he picks up a wine bottle, breaks it, and he cuts his hand. So he goes upstairs to kind of clean up, and the housekeeper finds him up there washing his hands. And he asked her if she heard the noise, and she's like, no, what noise? And he's like, you didn't hear all that wailing going on? (laughs) She continues to tell him the story about this family member who was the son of the duchess who had died at the age of five and um, that left the duchess to live alone I, the rest of the family just I don't know who all lived in this huge ass castle because they never really talked about anybody no. except for the duchess yeah. and like, like her and the, her the son. son yeah freak. yeah and then the housekeeper yeah, yeah. Like... so I, I don't know but yeah so the the boy who died at five left the duchess to live alone and she's but she obviously wasn't alone because she had this freak living down in the cellar um but the rumor was that she had killed her own son and the castle was now haunted by the boy whose name was giorgio george i don't know i didn't catch it it was either george or giorgio or something something like that i i just called him george (laughs) the italian version of george uh, so the next morning, John Wait, and first of all, when she says, "Yeah, like, go ahead." There's rumors this castle is haunted. Like, well, no shit. As soon as I walked into that castle, those horrifying pictures they show at the beginning. Oh like, yeah. When they first enter the castle, they're terrifying. Yeah. Yes, it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Something. It was like very dark. There was like a bunch of pictures of like skulls yeah, and it was very yeah. Strange. I would immediately think this place is haunted. Like, duh. Yeah. It's like something. Something's <laughs> not right about this castle. But yeah. So the next morning. Um, John wants to get going on the inventory, so he has to have his blind daughter tag along with him because mm-hmm. it's like, well, what good is she gonna do? Know, but I whatever. Maybe just to get her up and moving and try to explore. But I know, poor girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he just wanted to like spend time with her, yeah. maybe. But so yeah, so John and Becky are exploring the castle, taking inventory of the items in the house, and they stumble upon a playroom, which is kind of creepy it has like these marionette dolls just hanging from the ceiling yeah (laughs) um there's a couple rocking horses on the floor and then they walk into this room that's attached to the playroom which actually ended up it it was the duchess's room Mm -hmm. and above her bed she had like this mural Mm -hmm. of this it was like a man eating babies yeah. Very strange and very dark and disturbing. <laughs> yeah, very disturbing. I don't know what was going on with this Duchess, man, but I don't think she was right in the head, honestly. I didn't. And so uh, that's when, <laughs> yeah, something's going on with her. But that's when John finds this whip under the bed, which was the same whip that the Duchess used to uh, whip the freak in the beginning. <laughs> I, just, I just made a hand gesture. <laughs> You know, whip, you can't see me. Uh, And then he also finds this photo album on top of the dresser. 
And as he's looking through this photo album, Becky starts hearing scratching mm -hmm. and John can't hear it because I mean, when you're blind, your other senses are crazy. Wait, so yeah. yeah, she can hear scratching that he can't. So mm -hmm. she goes to investigate. She walks into this playroom and she realizes that the noise is coming from this closet. She opens the closet and out pops the kitty from the mm. beginning. We're like, aw, I, I don't know how this cat's been surviving all this long, okay. but you know, he's still alive. Yeah, there you go. There was a rat at the beginning of the mm. movie, so maybe he's he's eating all the rats. There you go. Well, then the cat's like, follow me. And so she follows the cat down into the dungeon. Mm -hmm. um, because she's blind, she trips over the stairs and she falls down the stairs. And at one point, she starts rolling on flat ground. And I'm like, this acting, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? I know. She uh she's she scrapes up her knee and she's like, oh shit. And she hears that wailing again down mm -hmm. in this dungeon now. And so she of course gets gets out to explore some more and she Oh, sorry, that's my phone ringing. Uh she finds the cell where this noise is coming from and the man's in there uh, and this man is completely naked by the way totally nude. and so i'm at this point i'm like this guy hasn't eaten in days who's been taking care of him like shouldn't he be dead by now i don't know and the fact that he's not just like totally skin and bones like there's a bunch of questions i had <laughs> yeah unless so my other thing was like, well, maybe the housekeeper's taking care of him because she kind of oh. like just the way she talks about it. Like it seems like she knows, she knows that he's there. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. I don't know, but it never, it never like um, confirmed yeah. that she does know about this thing. So I that was like, well, maybe the housekeeper's secretly taking care of him. I don't know. Mm. But the cat goes into the cell, and Becky's trying to like get the cat out and she her parents are calling for her she's like i'm down here i found this cat i think there's somebody else down here and they're like get your ass back up here so she goes upstairs and the cat of course tries to escape the cell but this freak guy is like nope i haven't eaten in days and yeah. so then the screen at this point. yes i'm like no <laughs> not the cat god <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> they're just like man of course eats the cat Kill like daughter. <laughs> yeah like enough with the animal deaths already people fair game but whatever yeah, that was very I, I saw it coming of course as soon as the cat at the very oh. beginning i'm like oh yep cat's dead yep. no surprise so now the man he that cat must have been you know enough to get his energy going because yeah. now he's like well i gotta get the fuck out of this cell mm -hmm. so he decides he's handcuffed and he decides to break off his thumb to get out of the handcuffs now, why hasn't he done this before like why now just because he knows other people maybe i think he knows maybe now that the duchess is dead okay. and she knows she ain't gonna put up with that shit so yeah i think that's why now okay yep. so, yeah he's trying to his thumb off yeah so he can slip off the shackle just one he just he just <laughs> slips off the one shackle not two but he uh the so becky goes upstairs and she's like 
I heard someone down there and they're all like, no, you're just making things up because you're lonely and you're just looking for a friend. And she's like, no, like, I think there's somebody down there. And then uh, the this freak guy, he breaks out of the cell somehow. I don't know. Was it not locked? He somehow know. breaks yeah. down the door. Uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, shit, he's free. <laughs> the family, they I guess it's like later and they're all eating dinner. Hold on, just to go yeah, back, go ahead. I have it in my notes. That scene was just really gross, like really gruesome. Like when he's taken off the off, yeah, taking off the shackles. And I have here, like, if, have you seen The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, he looked and sounded very much like the mutants in The Hills Have yes. Eyes, like just very mutant like. Yes, which <laughs> really it doesn't when we get into where this guy came from, it doesn't really make any sense why he would look the way that he does. <laughs> Like, he should just be just a normal man that is just... Are you talking about what the scar? Yeah, it's like, what happened to this poor guy? <laughs> oh, no. But anyways, anyway, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, So yeah, they're all eating dinner, and now this the the freak's, like, running around the castle, and he he sees this mirror, and... I guess he doesn't like what he sees because he hasn't, he probably hasn't seen his reflection no, ever. ever. Yeah. And so he takes this chain that he still has on his other hand and whips it and breaks the smear. Well, the whole family hears it. And so they go running and they see the mirror and John's trying to reason about how this glass broke. He's like, Oh, the woods warped or the temperature changes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Becky's like, no idiots there's somebody here (laughs) and they're still not believing her i know i read a synopsis of this movie that was like when the father suspects they're not alone i was like it's not the father he's in denial for quite a while it's the daughter yeah absolutely your parents believe they're not alone in the castle absolutely (laughs) well now it's nighttime yeah so that was kind of the end of that the i'm assuming the freak just it's a huge ass it's a huge castle but they only ever focus on three rooms out of this whole thing the kitchen the their bedroom and the dungeon yeah (laughs) and at one point there's police in this movie later on but they even said that there's like a hundred something rooms (laughs) you never see those you never see more than these four three or four years that his family lived there (laughs) who knows what they did in those hundred rooms Mm, there might be other people living (laughs) up there you never know other freaks (laughs) So now it's bedtime and you see Becky laying in her room and here comes the freak. He's uh, starting to take off the covers and like trying to like touch her. I'm just like, oh, this is not, this isn't good. And she wakes up and at this point I'm like, oh shit, she's going to see him. But then I forget that she's (laughs) blind. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, she didn't see him, but she knows someone's there because she can hear him. And he, he runs away. And, and like, oh. yeah, oh yeah, he's making noises. <laughs> well, the parents come in to check on her. And again, she's like, there's somebody here. Somebody listen to me. And the dad's like, I believe you. And so he runs around trying to find somebody. He he believes now that there's somebody here. Um, he ends up down in the dungeon again. He finds the cell that the freak was in. Walks right past the dead cat, which was freshly yes. eaten. Yes. I mean, um, yeah. So, but he does find a tomb. 
uh it well yeah i guess it, it's a tomb right it had like all of the f- uh yeah the family um like a, what would you call those other cemetery? Like a coliseum? Like a mausoleum. Yeah. The mausoleum. Yeah. So it's got like all like the family members in the walls. Like, and there's tons of bodies in there. Mm-hmm. So it, it shows that this castle has, yes, been in the family for generations, but it just only talks about this one family, the Duchess and her, yes. her, immediate family Mm -hmm. and so he's looking at all these family members and he finds the boy that the housekeeper was telling him about this george guy or george the boy and there's a picture on the tomb and it looks just like his son jj Mm -hmm. and so he's you know gets upset he starts crying and the freak finds him in this room and he kind of hides behind there's like a sarcophagus mm-hmm. kind of thing and he he hides behind that john hears him kind of looks around but then he goes back to the picture of jj and then he just starts crying so now it's the next morning and they call the police because now john is convinced that he he believes his daughter that there's somebody in this house yes. and so they're telling them you know you need to search the place and the cops are just looking around like, yeah, let's search this 100 right. something room castle with just the two of us. Like, no, we're not searching the place. So John's like, Susan, I got to show you something. So he takes Susan down into the tomb and shows her this picture of George or wants to show her the picture of George that looks like JJ and the picture has gone. And he's like, well, that doesn't make sense. It was just here last night. I'm like, it looks just like our son. And Susan's just like, you're clearly you're grieving too. You know, like our son is dead. He's not here. This scene was really sad, actually. I I even have in my notes, like this was a heavy conversation about that accident. And um, he was just like, no, like I feel like JJ was here. His ghost was here. And she's just like, no, like he's gone. This it's not funny, but John, he's he's very upset. He's very angry. And so he runs away and I, I he runs away like a toddler. Like he just he didn't want to have this conversation. So he's just acting like a child. And so he the only thing he can do is just to run away. Well, what he says, he goes. Um, I wish it would have been me who died yes. instead of him. And she goes, me, too, or whatever she says. Like, yeah, yeah. it was you, too, instead of him. So. Yeah, he ran away, but I mean, that's really yeah, horrible, it... hard conversation. Um, and I, I was just thinking, like, if that happened, like, if my kid died because of something my husband did, you know, a car accident is one thing. A drunk driving mm-hmm. accident is completely preventable or mostly preventable, right. right? Like, why was he drunk driving? Could you ever forgive your spouse? Uh, could you ever forgive your husband if he was drunk driving and your kid died? As an, it's like. I yeah, know. I don't think I could ever forgive my husband. Well, not only did he kill one of their children, but blinded, blinded the other one. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just horrible all yeah, around. Really sad. Honestly, this movie it it's not even scary to me. It's more just sad. Mm-hmm. All all like every aspect of this movie, it was just very heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll we'll get into the rest of that later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. I just thought that's the way he's running. So he just continues. He's running upstairs, upstairs, up, 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 up. 
and he comes to this door that goes that leads outside to like this balcony he's looking over he's like contemplating jumping and committing suicide he doesn't instead he decides to go to town and he goes to the bar and he drinks and he drinks and he drinks and he's so plastered that he ends up talking to this prostitute and this cop tells him you know it's it's time for you to go home you've had enough so he's like all right fine Do so we know she's a prostitute right away I, I it's definitely implied okay. it's definitely implied okay. yeah um but he brings brings her to the castle and they're down in the wine cellar drinking more they start making out he dumps like a wine on her head yeah she's like ah! you know she doesn't speak english but you can tell she gets yeah off. yeah but then like they start going at it anyway. this whole scene <laughs> was just very awkward and i i didn't like it, it at was all it was a yeah. because like we haven't i guess we haven't watched a movie yet where they have like pretty graphic nudity and like that's true i don't I, think we have no and I, well i guess it wasn't like super graphic but like you know she i mean takes her top off and he's like going down on her i, I, like, I mean wow. it was pretty graphic yeah. i mean you saw everything like full bush and everything <laughs> and like you can tell he's going out like going down on yeah, her yeah we're like Wow, okay. Yeah, it was not holding back. Um, but then here comes the freak, and he's just hiding and watching. I'm like, oh no. Um, and there is some heavy breathing going on from him too. At one I see I was looking for it. I'm like, I swear to god, his arm's moving. Um, were they both up or pretty sure he was too but yeah so uh he's yeah he's just watching and whew, so that that seems over <laughs> it um so yes he went down on her but then he did decide to have sex with her mm -hmm. um the sex lasted about two seconds <laughs> because he hasn't had sex in nine months yeah. and so he's kind of embarrassed and he's just like just leave mm -hmm. you know just leave and she's like well i need my money so he hands her her money and she leaves. Well, she she starts wandering throughout the castle, which I'm like, how does she know where to go? I know. He's like, just get out of here. Like, and he leaves her. I'd be like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, Don't leave me down here. Take me out. Almost like, like in the here. terrifier. It's like there's this <laughs> labyrinth of rooms. Yeah. How do these people know where they're going? Yeah, yeah. But so John is like, uh, he's still drinking wine down in this wine cellar he kind of like passes out and the freak takes the wine bottle out of his hand and starts following the prostitute out and she stumbles upon the playroom and she sees the rocking horse moving back and forth so she's kind of like like okay what the fuck and then that's when the beast the beast the freak <laughs> I don't I kept wanting to call him the beast when I'm like taking my notes. I'm like, I mean, in a way he is kind of a beast. Maybe I'm thinking of like beauty and yeah. the beast. Like he's I don't, trapped in this castle. Yeah, exactly. So I mean the freak grabs her. Ugh. Oh, and at this point, he's like 
he was naked, but now he's like wrapped up in like a sheet. Like he's wearing a sheet yeah, for like clothes. Like his head too. Yeah, so, so like you can't see his face. Yeah, it was interesting. Maybe oh, I just realized maybe it's because he did see his reflection and he didn't like what he saw. Oh. So he wants to like hide his face. Hmm. I don't know. That maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why he did it. Um. Anyway, so now it's the next morning and this police officer stops by to ask about that missing woman, the prostitute. And wait, do we just skip over the whole scene with the prostitute and the freak? It, we're not there yet. Oh, okay. we're not there yet. Okay. No, don't worry. Oh, there will not be any <laughs> skipping over that part. Don't worry. Okay. No. Um. So John, of course, is like, oh, she's not here. And his wife, Susan is standing out there with him and she's just like looking at him like what the fuck? Oh my god. Pissed. And oh, I would be so mad. So now the police, of course, want to search this castle. Mm-hmm. And John's like, Well, why? You refused to search it the other day right. when we told you somebody was here. And now you want to? Like, no, you're not stepping foot in here now. So he slams the door in their face. And Susan's just like, you brought a woman here? What the fuck? And John's like, I am lonely. With her daughter in the castle. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Like, yeah. Oh, what a skis. Yeah. Oh, he, if you had to bang a prostitute, do it somewhere, somewhere else. else. <laughs> He's yeah. just gross. I didn't I didn't like his character at all. Yeah. Total turd. Mm-hmm. So now we get into, we find out where the prostitute is. She's held captive down in the dungeon. The freak has handcuffed her to him. He's remember he still has the chain on one hand. And then it shows there was a scene it like showed the shackle and it was like she could easily <laughs> she could easily get out of it. But he um he tries to give her wine and she's like no. So now at this point he's trying to mimic what he yes. saw John doing with her. And this was more this scene was more horrifying and disturbing and disgusting to me than the terrifier absolutely i like, felt the I, same I way i cannot handle like bodily fluids like spit like he's trying to kiss her this and there's, like the slime it wasn't spill. even that for me it was just the whole like molesting yeah. rape aspect yeah. like it made me sick to my stomach yeah, that, this part was really gross and then so <laughs> hold on so she her being a prostitute she's like okay he just he just wants sex if i just have sex with him maybe he'll leave me alone well she starts again he has that sheet wrapped around him so she starts looking at his body and realizes he's castrated he doesn't have a penis yeah just giant ball giant (laughs) giant loose hanging balls man and and from this point on anytime you see him you see them just hanging there well that's i was like did the mom cut his penis off or does he just have a really small penis? Oh, no, it's gone. It's hard to tell for me at first. And I think she uh, did that because, oh, so I don't even think we discussed who this guy, who the freak is yet. So. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But but just know that, yes, he is castrated. Um, My notes say, dear God, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh, it was so horrifying. So he starts kissing her. Mm-hmm. He... She grabs the wine bottle and tries to break it and tries to cut him, but that just kind of made him more angry. So now he's straight up trying to molest her, Ugh. rips off her shirt just like John did. And w- when we when that sex scene went on, the first thing John did was start caressing her boobs. Right. Well, 
Um, the freak takes it a step further and decides to completely bite off her nipple. Oh, God. It was horrible. It was awful. It was awful. It, this whole scene just, like, made me sick, especially yeah. this next part. So, um, the housekeeper actually... So, John is... Since the police stopped by, John is like, I need to call the lawyer guy. I, I, I cannot get arrested for this. I didn't do anything. I don't know where she is. She left for all John knows. So he calls up that lawyer and he's talking to her or to him and come to find out. Well, let me back up. So the housekeeper finds the prostitute's handbag. It's still in the house. So she's like, you know, the woman's still here. She's somewhere. I don't... I, and they're all speaking Italian, so I don't know exactly what they're saying. I know, yeah, I noticed that. There was no subtitles when any of the kids yeah. were speaking Italian. So I'm like, are we supposed to just not know what's happening? Context clues? I don't know. But she somehow knew that... uh the Come to find out, the housekeeper and this lawyer are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And she knows that the lawyer is at the bar talking to John. So she calls John... Or calls the lawyer and you know tells him about this handbag and that it's enough to you know arrest john basically because mm-hmm. they don't they still don't know where this woman is and why was why did they who knew she was missing i missed that part like why was she reported missing so she's a mother oh, the prostitute was a mother okay. to the the main cop had a son with her Okay, I'm totally missed that part. Yeah, it's it's somehow because I'm like, why? There's some very heavy accents, okay. and so okay. it was kind of hard to hear. But that so basically, yes, the the prostitute is a mother, and the cop knew that she was missing because she didn't come home that night to take care of her son. Okay, got it. And so the lawyer says, well, um, because finding that handbag was enough to basically arrest John. The lawyer's like, well, I'll keep it until they find her, but you got to give me some money. And John's like, well, that's blackmail. Yeah. And then I think that's when the lawyer goes into the detail about like who, who she is, mm-hmm. and that that's her son. And the police, you know, Got the it. police is definitely going to arrest him because that's the mother Got of his it. child. Yeah. How did I? <laughs> I mean, it it doesn't really like matter kind of to the storyline, but yeah. yeah, it's just a, a little detail in there. I don't know. Somehow I missed that. <laughs> oh, and then this is where it also goes into. That the Duchess had married an American soldier, and but this um, American soldier didn't want to be with her or something. When they they had they had a son together, which was the son that died, George. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the soldier also like wanted to be with the Duchess's sister, so they ran away to America, mm-hmm. and. So the soldier and the Duchess's sister are actually John's parents. And so John is the bastard child because they weren't married, which makes George John's half brother because they have the same dad, just not the same mom. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Okay. okay, no, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now uh we go back into to the castle and the housekeeper hears screaming coming from the dungeon. So she goes down there and what a sight she stumbles upon. 
not only is the prostitute's nipple gone, but the freak is now eating her nether regions. Just, you know, just imitating what John was doing. And she's still alive. She's not dead, but she's like just covered in blood. And I, this part, just just seeing that scene, just that's what made me sick. I'm like, and why was that worse than the chainsaw vagina? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> that something me. about like yeah. It's just because it was like so. A, a chainsaw to the vagina just doesn't seem real. Right. This was more real. Yeah. More. I listened to so many serial killer yeah. podcasts, Maybe and just it. like it is something that could happen yeah yeah Yeah. oh just thinking about it now just no no thanks um so he kills the housekeeper and susan and becky going back to them at this point they've had enough they're like susan's like he's bringing women to this castle we we're done we just need to go home so they start packing up they're leaving um they're about to get into a taxi and John gets back to the castle and he's like, where are you going? She's like, we're leaving. He's like, no, don't go. I know. I know what's going on. John has now put two and two together. And what he's figured out is that this George guy or this George boy, George boy, the five-year-old that the Duchess, you know, it's the Duchess's son. He realizes that, no, no, he's not dead. Mm -hmm. The son is actually whoever is in the castle. Yeah, and I think I actually did say that towards the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's okay if you ruined it. It's fine. This movie was this movie was made in 1995. If you haven't seen it by now, yeah, then say, you know. If you're listening to this, I would assume that you have seen it or yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, it's okay. But yeah, so he puts two and two together that he thinks that this guy's his half brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so the police want to take John to the station because they th- still think that they're he's guilty for doing something to this prostitute. They still don't know where she's at. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. That was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very congested. Um, but they also now they won't let Susan and Becky leave. They have to stay in this castle until they figure out what's going on. Well, John's like, screw all of this i'm gonna figure out what's going on i'm gonna get down to the bottom of this so he takes a shovel down to the dungeon and he starts opening up oh it's it's giorgio not george it's giorgio giorgio opens up his tomb and susan and the the police follow him down there and see what he's doing and he's opening up this casket and of course it's empty and he seems insane so the wife's like god help your soul Mm. like Cracking open this little boy's coffin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was empty. <laughs> it, it was empty. It was just filled with rocks. And he's like, see, I told you. Like, the whoever's in here is is it's Giorgio. And the police are like, You're fucking crazy. And so they handcuff him and they take him to the jail to further investigate him or interrogate him, whatever. And so she hold on, what did I have here? this is when the cops are watching or uh like sitting outside the bedroom door because the mom and the daughter are in the room right yeah what did i write here i said she kept him and whipped him to get back 
Oh, the Duchess. So, uh, the Duchess kept the son, Giorgio, mm-hmm. and she whipped him. She basically enslaved him for whatever reason and just abused him mm-hmm. to get back at her husband for, 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 for leaving with her sister. So that, again, this Duchess was not right in the head. Right. Something was... So is that why she castrated him then? That's why she castrated him. Mm-hmm. Just just tortured this poor child. Oh, God. To stick it to her husband. Yeah. yeah. Which, don't do that. No. <laughs> don't, if... I don't I have a lot to say. (laughs) Something, you know, just don't take it out on your poor child because it's your husband's child. And I don't know, it was just messed up. So they, uh, they actually, so the police now, they stumble upon the prostitute who's dead. And now this is when they're like, okay, yeah, John, you're definitely going to jail. Um, Susan and Becky, they stay. And I would be like, hell no. Like, Right. Well, they're thinking at this point that John is the one that killed the prostitute. I know, but like, I would just, I would not even want to stay in this place that someone was killed. I'd be like, I know, send me to a hotel. I know. Well, they don't know if they're involved or not either. So the police are like, nope, you still can't go anywhere. Okay. Yep. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm sorry. I'm bringing all the logic to this movie. (laughs) Where I can actually find logic in this movie, though. So I guess it makes it a little bit better than the movies that we've been watching. But so Susan and Becky, they stay and they have two police officers that are kind of just watching guard on them. I'm assuming to make sure that they don't run away or, you know, leave. And they ask Susan asked for water. She's like, give me some fucking water. I'm thirsty. I want agua. Yeah. They're like, what? We don't speak English. And agua. Um, So one of the cops goes into the kitchen, which hold on back up first of all they don't speak english but they know everything that is going what the other police officer speaks english they somehow know what's going on up until this point whatever um and they send the non-speaking ones to watch over the english mother and daughter (laughs) i don't know it's okay i guess okay well there goes my (laughs) non-logic sorry can't find it for this but so the cop goes into the kitchen i liked this part (laughs) He sees something going on in the ceiling. There's like dirt falling from the ceiling. He goes over to check it out. And the freak just like has that chain still and just drags him up by the yeah. neck. Oh, I get I, I guess I wasn't thinking that it was his chain. I thought it was just like a chain noose that he had there. Cause I'm like, when did he make that? Like, how did he get up? It was attached to him the whole time. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that part was kind of cool. That was very horror movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Sucked up through the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely different than everything else that's been going on so far in this movie. And then John, so John is now in the station and he's trying to convince the police that it was this man, not him. And the police still don't believe him. Now, and then it goes back to Susan. Uh, Susan is like, where's my water? Mm-hmm. And then the, the, cop's sleeping. the cop's sleeping. She's like, um, excuse me, where is my water? And he's like, oh, I'll go see what's going on. So he goes and looks for the first cop and he finds him on the floor. Or no, what he thinks is the cop on the floor. Mm-hmm. Something is something wrapped up in a sheet again. Mm-hmm. So he lifts up the sheet and it's the freak. And the freak starts eating the cop's face. Mm-hmm. Now Susan's getting pissed. She's like, where is my goddamn water? <laughs> So she decides to go out and get 
you know, she walks out and none of the police are there. She's like, what's going on? So she starts walking and the freak knocks her out. And then here comes the the freak goes to molest Becky again or something. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And she because she's like changing or so she's like getting ready for bed. Mm -hmm. And so she has no shirt on at Mm -hmm. this point. She has a bra on. Thank God. But and so he sees her and he just takes her. Well, somewhere John somehow escapes the jail now. I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. No, I don't I don't have that in my notes and I, I don't recall either. Yeah, I don't know what happened because I was like writing as he's like escaping <laughs> the jail, but he escapes somehow. Uh Susan wakes up, she grabs a knife from the kitchen and she finds the dead cop in the kitchen. And then it shows Becky's chained up in the dungeon. And I'm like, oh God, this is gonna be like the prostitute scene all over again. Mm-hmm. Um And then the freak realizes at this point that she can't see. So he's like, he takes off the sheet. He's like, oh, she won't know what a freak I look like and starts trying to like kiss her. Yes. I couldn't tell if he was like trying to eat her or kiss her or just trying to kiss her, like show her affection. But again, with like the slime spit, it was gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Susan finds them down there and she interrupts whatever's going on and she's like take me instead but she's got that knife hidden behind her back and so he starts approaching her she stabs him and they run mm-hmm. she, she grabs becky and they run which i missed the part because becky was definitely chained up how did she get him out of or how did susan get her out of the chain <laughs> it just happened I, there you go there you go probably but I was, I would thought, hell yeah, mom. Mm-hmm. Like she really was going to sacrifice herself and like, you know, assuming that she could get away with like stabbing him and actually get away with her daughter. But oh yeah, like good for her. And yeah, then, you know, with the passing of their other child, she probably just couldn't lose another child. So absolutely, herself. Good, good job, mom. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. So they're they're running through the castle, the man finds him again screaming is like so annoying right like they just have a very i don't know what it was like they're whiny i mean obviously it's a terrifying situation yeah but their screams are a little too whiny for me i don't know (laughs) i don't there's just yeah but they end up hiding in like this wardrobe thing and it's in they're in the duchess's room and so the freak he finds that whip and he remembers what this whip was used for and so now he just starts whipping things like he's just pissed going on a rampage and then he leaves <laughs> so they run and he finds them he jumps out this random window i'm like <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't make any sense i'm like okay so now they're outside and because john escaped the jail i'm assuming it wasn't very far away because now he's there on foot like i don't think he drove up there (laughs) john's there uh he calls this freak by its name it's like giorgio because he knows who he is now and so the freak turns around now they're they're battling on the roof um john tries to be the hero and tries to win the family back so he 
grabs the freak by that chain and hurls them both over the roof to the ground. Um, they both die, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And, but John's last words were, forgive me, I love you. And Susan's just bawling her eyes out. And and then the next day, it's, it shows the funeral, shows them, you know, carrying the casket. And it pans over with to the cop with his son, which was the prostitute's yes. son. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was the end of the movie. So, noble move by dad. And it made him a little less skeevy, but still kind of like... <laughs> In my eyes, still, I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm like, nope, you you didn't win the day. I'm sorry. Um, I gave this movie a three out of ten. Uh, to me, it was it was boring. It was, I like I said earlier, it was just more sad than anything. Yeah, really sad. The whole story of how the Duchess just enslaved her own son for her own selfish mm-hmm. reasons. And then the whole tragic accident, uh, just it was just too sad and disturbing and messed up and not in a good way. What did you think about it? Um, yeah, I I actually like this movie. <laughs> um, I liked it probably the most out of all the movies we watched. Well, no, that's not true. I guess the most out of the last few movies we've watched. <laughs> the John Carpenter <laughs> the movies. John Carpenter movies. Um, and then the Terrifiers. Like, I liked this definitely better than those. I thought, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd ever watch it again, but I thought it was a good old horror story. And uh, yeah, like I said earlier, like it disturbed me more than the Terrifiers did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like disturbing like, on a different yeah, level. on a different level. Um, so I liked it. I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. I surprised myself because I didn't really know anything going about it, uh, about it going into it. And um, my husband and I watched a preview and that's when he tapped out. He's like, I'm not watching. (laughs) (laughs) I just I didn't like really anything about it. Like I didn't want to give it like zero stars because it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't. It's just I don't know. I just wasn't into it. Hey, and I know that's so interesting because you definitely like the Terrifier movies yeah. more than I did. Yeah, so. and I like, I usually like, like, the creature features, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, my kind of movie. because, yeah. Or even, like, the more, like, funny yeah. movies. Like, like, the campy. Yeah, movie. I like those. This, mm-hmm. to me, was just, like, there wasn't there one thing. They were trying too hard to do something, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The acting, I didn't really care yeah. for either. The little the the daughter was a little cheesy to me. Well, the good news for you, Michelle, since you didn't super care for this movie, it was only an hour and thirty four minutes, <laughs> and that was a good thing because after the Terrifier, what was that two hours and that oh. twenty four minutes long? This was yeah. much more tolerable. Yes, I <laughs> mean <laughs> um, this was, I think one of the uh, was this the first free movie we watched, or was the Terrifier one free? Because this was uh, for on well for me it was free because I I got Shutter and it was on Shutter for oh, me so okay. yeah, yeah I watched it on Tubi it was free for me too on Tubi, okay so that was good um so if you have Shutter Tubi you can watch it on there um there were similarities in this movie I felt this was just in my notes um have you ever seen the movie The Boy mm-hmm. 
I thought it was very similar to that, like mm -hmm. part, at least part of the idea, not the whole. Right, right. Oh, it's your half brother. Um, similarities, and also the hills have eyes. I said because the mutant reminded me of those mutants. Yeah. And there's another. <laughs> I was gonna say it, but then I'm like, oh, you might not have seen it, so I'm not even gonna tell you. It was um, similar to another movie. <laughs> that I want you to see, but I'm not going to say what it is because then it'll give it away. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Um, this was described as a drama, horror, mystery, thriller. Uh, drama. Yeah. There's some pretty dramatic parts for, for Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, mystery. Okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because I mean, at first you don't really know who exactly. this freak who, is. Yeah. So I had assumed like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, Oh, that's her son. Like that's, what I assume. I mean, I definitely but figured it out whole, like, early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tomato meter has it at 57%, but that only is with seven reviews. So who knows if more people review mm. it. Um, but the audience score has over 5,000 ratings and that was still only at a 44%. But then Google users, 85% liked it. So the reviews are kind of all over the place. Wow. Yeah. That is all over the place. Uh, this has some love on Reddit. Uh, a lot of people said this was just like a a, a hidden gem. Don't sleep on this movie because a lot of people love the reanimator. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing they watched it because of that. So people on Reddit really do seem to like it. I just, I don't see it. <laughs> to me, it was just sad. Yeah. Like. Uh, and maybe that's why I liked it, though. They had just more than the. It was more like dramatic yeah, and like. Just more to it. Yeah. Than just like gruesome killings. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. why I liked it. Um, I couldn't find a budget or a, a gross anything, but I'm assuming it got probably like a, one of the straight to. Mm. Back then it was VHS. Straight yeah. VHS. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, I can't really see. Here. Exactly. Yeah. I never heard of this until like, what was it? Two weeks ago. Michelle told me uh, we were watching. I don't even know yeah. how this got on the list. I don't know if someone suggests. Yeah. Or yeah. if I just, cause I, I was, I know I was looking through movies on Shutter, but mm. nothing about this movie stuck out to me. Right. So I don't think I put it on there. Yeah, when you told me the name, I was like, the what? <laughs> yeah, somebody else must have asked us to do it. So if you were one of those people, I am so sorry. I just, I did not like this movie at all. Um, it, to me, I think it, it was more of why the freak was the what made him the freak. You know, that to me is just like, I cannot imagine... I guess, well, I guess that would make it kind of messed up if you really think about it. And, like, in that sense, I could see why you would like this movie. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess, um, because, oh, we kind of talked about this earlier. Like, yeah, he was castrated, and then he had, like, a huge scar on his head. It so, was almost like half of his, like, face yeah. was missing, too, and it never really went so into, just, like, like why. Did she just, like, beat the shit out of him? Like, why did yeah. she keep him alive, though, just to punish him and act like uh -huh. take it out against her husband? But it's like, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean. And, so again, it's like, pretty... why? Why would you do that to a poor know. child? Because yeah. he, he so he supposedly that. died when he was five. So he's been kept locked up in there since for, he was five years old and, and old was the dad, like, i think it, definitely 40, like 40 something yeah, yeah. for 30 years oh. but what is okay so she's so she did she purposely make that live in the castle 
<laughs> was she in the castle for 40 years or did she just live there for 40 years to take care of the son? Well, no, because that he would only have been if he was five and he was in his 40s. So she would only been there for like 30 something years taking care of. I don't yeah, know. But way. still, that's some commitment. Yeah, that is commitment to really keep alive this freak just to beat it. <laughs> that's really, just to beat it for 30 years. years. Yeah. Very sick woman. So R.I.P. freak. <laughs> like, <laughs> freak. And like and rotten pieces duchess like screw you and, and now that we're thinking about that it's like was he really the bad guy like yeah he was killing people but he didn't really know what he was doing no well and he was and, like raping the women but he, didn't he really was just again he was, he was mocking yeah, john that's what he thought yeah. john was doing he didn't know and he probably haven't hasn't eaten in like weeks so he yeah. was just hungry yeah <laughs> and i don't I think like it, yeah right right <laughs> I don't think he was trying to like kill Becky. I think he like liked her. Yeah, I think he liked her too. It was almost like a like a she couldn't see him. She couldn't see him, so it was almost like a Frankenstein's monster type yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. She yeah. maybe eventually would have saw him for what he was and beauty. Exactly. <laughs> it this could have been a beautiful story, but it didn't end that way. No. Because John had to be the fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> fucking john no matter what you did john your wife was never gonna love you again oh, so yeah but, uh, <laughs> there, I, I think now there's I'm a about the dad more i'm like what an asshole like yeah he goes to the bar and gets drunk because the conversation they had was horrible but it's just like then you bring a, uh, a prostitute back to the house and it's like well yeah because we haven't had sex in nine months get over yourself exactly yeah, yeah. A child died like Oh, so then is this just saying it's been nine months since a little boy died? That's yeah. 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 Oh, no wonder why God. the mom's still grieving. And like, yeah. yeah. Anyway. There, there's a lot of morals in this movie, I think. <laughs> this movie made me realize things more than I thought it would. So I don't know. Maybe I can up it to a four. There I'll give it a four out of ten. How about that? Well, I'm excited to see what we get to watch i hope i <laughs> my favorite part of the week yes i know i want to get away from like the slasher yeah. monsters i want to get a movie where it's going to make me think about it you know like th i like those movies too but the ones that you really yeah. like too yeah. you know i want this to be like an elena's movie that yes. <laughs> let's get one of those there you go. so yeah well, i think you like the terrifier I so Maybe far really like the John Carpenter thing. No, uh, uh, I did like the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, just yeah, like those other movie, movies. I like, nope, I like the thing, and then the past one to four have just been a little. Yeah, not, not my favorite. Yeah, so far my favorite <laughs> has been the first Terrifier. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed that one. I just I like Art the Clown. I'm excited for the third <laughs> Terrifier to come out. Yes, I just um. For our listeners, I saw an article about it, and uh, I, I had to tag Michelle. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so I I got into this dark hole of looking up Art the Clown. So I actually posted um, the that short film oh, yeah. that he was uh, in. It He's just in it for like a very short glimpse. Ninth, uh, the, ninth the Ninth Circle. circle. Yeah. yeah. And it was very... I still have questions about it, but so obviously it shows that Art the Clown is some kind of like demon from hell, okay? Oh. 
But and so I was thinking, okay, well, maybe that didn't really answer any of the questions that I had after watching the second one. Um, but then so I looked into All Hallows Eve. And again, that really had nothing to do with the storyline of the second terrifier. So yeah. the third terrifier is supposed to answer yeah, like all of those questions. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it because I, you know, I really I liked the storyline of the second one. It was just too long. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but I won't get into that right now because we're, <laughs> we're already past this episode. So um, like I said earlier, stay safe tonight. Uh, don't drink a drive. Call an Uber. Call me. And uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah. And I will let you guys know what movie we're doing next week. Mm -hmm. And with that, we'll see you guys next time here in the graveyard. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Rise From Your Grave podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. And remember, if you have any movie suggestions you'd like us to check out, please send them to our email at zombieshell89 at gmail.com. See you next time here in the graveyard.